Podcast time. That's right. Ben Fertul is proud to present a home improvement podcast. My name is Adam. You all know my co-host, Jordan. Tweet, tweet. Is that a bird I hear, Jordan? Oh, man. Twitter is ablaze today. I mean, you've got lots of things that you're tweeting. Uh, Our opening banter is going to be Twitter-focused. So, yeah, Yeah. I think there's birds everywhere. There are birds everywhere, and I don't... And when we talk about birds, don't try to associate that with a certain day because we're we're going to make this uh, this content evergreen today because it's going to be released <laughs> in the you know the far future. So don't try to pinpoint what specific day we're recording this. All right? Heck all no! Right, you, all right, you sleuths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what people are always trying to do. They I couldn't know. possibly go back to the like you know the blog or anything and find an approximate date. But I, yeah, I, I envision like a and this is a reference. That'll be lost on everyone, so I'm just going to skip and me. Skip right past it. Uh, Jordan, we're talking uh, Tim Allen's Twitter, more specifically, who he follows. Yeah, this is... Um, <laughs> we were really grasping for straws to try to find different things to talk about. We talked about maybe talking about haiku, which maybe you'll hear about a little later, listeners. Just yeah. st- stow that one away. Mm-hmm. Uh, H-I-C-U. Uh, we, I don't know what else we even had in contention for what we were going to talk about, but then I said... Oh, I was going to do some stuff on the fall. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, weather is the number one thing that our Twitter audience is interested in. I was just going to riff on things I like about the fall and kind of bring some new things to the table, but we'll do this instead. It's fine. Mm. So instead, we are going to go through Tim Allen's 35 people that he's following and just get an idea of the people that he likes to, uh, to keep track of on Twitter. Yeah, what's the ratio right now of followers to following? Right uh, as of that's, that's that's the same thing of who he <laughs> follows versus who follows him. I knew what you meant. Yeah, uh, he is following thirty-five people. Mm-hmm. He is followed by three hundred forty-three thousand. And I see here he just has one like. One like. We'll get what to that he, later. Oh, okay. We'll say that for last. All right. Cool. <laughs> so I don't know why we think this is a good idea, but. Um, we're it's kind of already so committed. That, it's not so much that it's a good idea, it's just the an only idea. Yeah. The only idea. Okay, okay. cool. So I'm op- I'm looking at his Twitter page right now. Yeah. Um you know, it, it's got at the very top a banner of Last Man Standing promo coming, you know, September 29th or 28th. Uh that's not what we're interested in. So I no. clicked on followers. Yeah. The first first person he ever followed mm-hmm. a guy named Raleigh Bradford. Okay, and what's uh, what's Raleigh all about? Raleigh, all right, Raleigh. Um, one tweet. Also, ever. how do you know that it's the lowest is the first person? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Raleigh tweeted once in May of two thousand nine. What do you say? He said, "Working lots in the garden and riding my bike a lot. Hope you are all <laughs> well out there." Well, hey, at least it was nice. That's right. And it got the crazy thing about this is it got eight or six retweets and seven favorites, which we Man. don't even get that. I don't think I've ever had anything get that kind of traction. Raleigh is like, um, you know, he's like he's like George Costanza. He's trying to go out on top, you know, leaving on a high note. So he's tweeting once, and then he's just getting out of the game. I guess Raleigh must be semi-famous or something. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Well, Raleigh Bradford, first follow. We have no idea why. Yeah. Uh, second follow would be Todd Lieberman, which ha- he has a verified checkmark. Okay. Which, right. I mean, I don't know why we don't have a verified checkmark at this point. You don't? 
<laughs> Can you explain it to me? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. All right, I'm on, I'm on this, guys. Uh, Todd Lieberman, hashtag Beauty and the Beast, hashtag Wonder, hashtag Stronger the Movie. So I'm thinking this guy is maybe some kind of a producer. Could be. Some kind of a Hollywood big shot, maybe? It doesn't say, it doesn't say in his thing, which is strange. You know, we could he, also Google these people, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that's but one step. To, oh, he is a producer. Go- All right, he, he is a producer. So you can assume that maybe he's worked with Tim at some point, and this is a professional relationship. Makes a little bit more sense. All right, all right. so Third you got follow. Ra- Raleigh Todd, and you're going to have me say them all back to you at the end, like a <laughs> yeah. game? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the third one, this this person sounds like not a real person. This is not real. I see this as well. Skip Brittenham? Yeah, I. <laughs> that sounds like a main character of a short story I might write or something, Skip Brittenham. Uh, Jordan, one he's following one person. That's Tim <laughs> Allen. And he has 41 followers and he's never tweeted. I have 83 followers and I tweet every day. Uh, I don't have... I have that Skip Skip is following somebody else named Punky. Oh, oh, okay, never mind. I guess I didn't click on it, I just assumed. Yeah, uh, you Punky. can't assume anything with Skip Brittenham. Wow, Skip Brittenham hasn't tweeted yet. Uh, joined in 2009, so uh, nine right years Right around on the same Twitter. time. <clears throat> wow, okay. I think uh, we've got some of, family members coming up. This is mysterious, though. I mean, like, uh, I don't know what the conspiracy is necessarily, but between <laughs> Raleigh and Skip, something is afoot. Something's amiss, <clears throat> that's for sure. Okay, next up, you think this is a you think this is a relative? I disagree. No, 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 not, not oh, quite okay. yet, but I do okay. see Jane Dick and Bruce Dick. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, next up, we have Dave Coulier, which um, didn't you write like a thesis <laughs> in college about Dave Coulier? You're like a big fan of his. But you, uh, you wear a lot of cut it out like uh, regalia. Well, I just really loved his voices. It's, it really inspired me to do a lot of voice acting of my own. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to like. Do you know he's from St. Clair Shores? He does wear a lot of Red Wings jerseys on that show, inexplicably. And they're in, like, San Francisco. I don't like that show, uh, and I don't mean to diminish uh, Coulier, but, like, when I think of Dave Coulier, I think of the fact that he may or may not be the subject of the uh, Alanis Morissette song. You ought to know. That's something I didn't know. I learned something today. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jordan, take take the next one. (laughs) Colin Lalonde. Yeah. Uh, he is a digital headhunter, finding the best talent in advertising, marketing, and other things like that. So He's shredded. He is shredded. Um, Colin, you know, he tweets a lot more than some of these other people. Has about, almost, yeah, a little over a thousand tweets. 730 followers. I don't know how they're connected, but it makes more sense than some of the I'll other people. I'll tell you people. what, though. Uh, this guy seems like a nice guy. He, he lives in Detroit. Uh, he has a website called changingfast.com. Which I don't have time to click on, but uh, his last post, August 22nd, says, Find someone you know who's lonely and be a friend. We mm-hmm. all know people at the coffee shop. We all know people at the coffee shop who sits alone. All right, grammatically a little off. Go start a conversation. We know people who are socially awkward. Acknowledge. And then it goes on. But, uh, you know, I like the sentiment. He, he seems like he's trying to be a nice guy. He's got a website. He's kind of jacked. And uh, I see where um, Zachary Ty Bryan got his inspiration to tweet that last tweet. You, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you think they may be kind of they may be buddies as well. I, I believe so. I mean. All right. We know what surprise. So we see Jane Dick and Bruce Dick and Steve Dick. Well, Bruce Bruce Dick is locked. <laughs> so Steve. So. so Steve. Oh uh, man, Jane Dick. Did you get anything out of that? Um, 
She has one tweet, which is a reply, and it's... Okay, uh, what'd she say, like, yes or something? Oh, wow. Hey, baby, Panda and I are doing fine. She's soon going to be living on the outside. In response to at body by design, I don't want to get a virus. I'm not clicking any (laughs) further. (laughs) I I assume that's family. I don't know. I'm surprised that he follows Terry Moran, ABC News, because, you know, ABC kicked Last Man Standing to the curb. Oh, you're right. I thought you were going to say they were too liberal. (laughs) That that as well, yeah. You know, I got a feeling that he hasn't been in, you know, really looking at retooling his uh, who he follows necessarily because I I think um, Skip Trottingham, uh, <laughs> rather rather Brittenham, might be uh, let They're go. both the same. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Susan Finn Jordan. Do you want to talk a little bit about her? What's her deal? I'd love to. Her favorite shirt when she was a kid, happy as a hot dog in a cool puddle of mud. All right, so here's the thing about Susan Finn. She has a website, and she's running an Etsy shop. Um, it looks like she's going to see Tim Allen on Saturday, September 22nd uh, in Sugarland, Texas. Tim Allen's going to Sugarland, Texas. Wow. Uh, she follows <laughs> Tim Allen and Home Improvement. Why doesn't she follow us? Oh, yeah, okay. that sounds ripe for the picking. I'm going to tweet at her in real time. Uh, you keep talking. <laughs> if she responds in real time, this will be amazing. There's be cool. a, a few celebrities next on the list. That you should be excited about. Okay. Uh, one is the real Mike Rowe. All those is fake that, Mike Rows. Gotta get out of here. Is that the Dirty Jobs guy? Dirty Jobs. Uh, the second one is Tom Hanks. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him. Father of Chet Hanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just familiar because I, I'm a big fan of Chet's. The third one, Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what are you doing? Follow me on Twitter. I'll tell you what. You can just tell that's a real authentic friendship, you know? Yeah, I think I think they're they are pals. All right, so I tweeted at Susan Finn. I said you might like our show. All right, Aaron Burnett. Have you ever heard of Aaron Burnett out front? I haven't. We uh, I'm speeding through these a little bit. Michael yeah. Michael Braird, passionate about Oak High School, a school for kids with autism. Well, I'm definitely on board for that. That's a nice follow. Yeah, he might be a teacher or something. Out front, CNN. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon. Norman <laughs> Lear. Wow. William that, H. That Macy. one surprises you. Um, yeah, a little bit. Bill Macy. Uh, we got a couple of Last Man Standing, the the daughters. Uh, yeah. CPP, this... CPP Republicans. All right. Expected. Uh, Nancy Travis, Dana Perino. You know, we covered most of them, Jordan. There's a couple more, but... I mean, the earlier on ones are a bit confusing. Yeah. Um, I, what I've what I've learned from Tim Allen is once he follows you, he never unfollows you. I know, so we got to get in a position where he follows us because we're then we're really we're sitting in the catbird seat for life, and that's where we want to be. That's my favorite place to sit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with Skip Brit- Brittenham as being my favorite uh, of the bunch. Although I, I do like uh, I do like Raleigh Bradford as well, just because he kind of came, he tweeted, he logged <laughs> off, and you know he lives on through his tweets. He sure does. Uh, that one like that Tim has. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's an art. It's an article from the Drive, which I looks like a medic or not a medical uh, automotive website, and uh-huh. they sh- have an article about like a car acquisition that Tim had. So, a story about him. So he he's not coming on here necessarily to see other people's stuff or to you know interact with others. Doesn't seem like maybe he's just you know he's just kind of here to unload his own stuff which is okay you know use twitter as you will that's what it's made for yeah i i've heard that if you start looking into the replies and the dms you're in a lot of trouble so yeah and i have a feeling he, i bet tim doesn't even know how 
Although some, for some reason, this is a weird thing, and this is how you know it's probably not really Tim Allen. A lot of hashtags. Every post, like six or seven hashtags. Like this last one, uh, two hours ago, so grateful to all those who laughed and continue to laugh at me. Wait a minute. To all the hardworking, goal-oriented, and exhausted people out there, keep going, keep laughing. Hashtag chaplain, hashtag toolman, hashtag more power, hashtag man stuff, hashtag jokes, hashtag stand-up, hashtag make an impression. He's not tweeting that stuff. Are you sure? 100% he's not using hashtag. That's like some, like, person, that's like a young person that, like, thinks they know what they're doing and they're, like, I was going to say, it, I almost think it could be him because that's way too many hashtags. Yeah, and they're not good hashtags. Like, hashtag men stuff? I, I, I that one's, that one's on never that. trended anywhere. I'm not going to look at that. Hashtag make an impression. Oh, okay, uh, you, you say so, but uh, wow. what This is as evergreen and as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Uh, I'm going to start calling you Helen Hunt, Jordan, because this is about as good as it gets. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to be called who Helen Hunt. Who else is in that movie, Jordan? Can you come up with something? Uh... <laughs> Nope. You you can call me Greg Kinnear because this is as good as it gets. All right, what are we covering this week? All right. Well, after that long that winding, talk about evergreen, talk about good. You know, we had a false start, and I wonder if that should have been a false start too. But we are covering episode. No, no, I'm gonna say <laughs> no, no, no. That was good stuff. Okay, episode one hundred. Episode one hundred and two is the first temptation of Tim. Dun dun dun. I kept typing in the last temptation of Tim. Oh, that's because uh, the title yeah. reference is The Last Temptation of Christ, right? 1988 yeah. film. And uh, this one was written by Howard J. Morris. He I think last... that's the one where Willem Dafoe plays Jesus. That's correct. Hey, hey, Spider-Man. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to crucify me for? <laughs> hey, Spider-Man. Is that what he sounds like? Hey, Judas. Yeah. I like that for Spider-Man. Uh, people think the second one's better well the second one was very good as well but you know what wasn't jordan the third one <laughs> we've been there which is the one we saw together the one that we uh tweet about all the time yeah all right all right uh, wilson's all right, girlfriend sorry, spider-man <laughs> wilson's girlfriend uh was the last one that howard wrote and this one aired september 26 1995 you got any alternative titles over there uh four yes all right I've got three terrible ones, so I think I might just let you read all of yours and then me not do mine. I don't think so, Jordan. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right, first one. Stand. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's a different <laughs> song. False start. Good episode so far. Yes, um, so far. Stand by, L. Stand by, L. Yeah. When he's not strong? Yeah, basically. Okay. How about Al or Nothing? Very good. Uh, second one. L. Snorland. <laughs> Not the only one that had a tough week, Jordan. How about going national? National, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, this is a play on one of the first books I remember reading. Bud, Not Buddy. What book is that? It's called Bud, Not Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It takes, you... place in, it takes place in Flint, so you I've never, never that. heard of it. Familiarize yourself. One of the first books I remember reading was The Hatchet. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Greg Pol- uh, Gary or Greg Paulson? Both. Gary and Greg. Spider Man! <laughs> oh, <boy>. oh, hey, <laughs> Spider Man. My, my last one is Bigger, Badder, Bradder. Yeah, alright, my last one. On 
diners, drive-ins, and decisions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> rough, rough week. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what, uh, I guess the diner. I don't know. I like uh, yeah, diner, and then they have to make you know Tim has yeah. to make a decision. Uh, it's, uh, it's the driving part that you know. If there's one thing I know that you like, yeah, it's diners. Yeah, and guy. <laughs> well, guy, who doesn't like him? Yeah. All right, All right. Let, let's open. All right, man. Well, I don't know what your rush is. <laughs> you act like we need some structure or something today. I'm not sure why. <laughs> this is a fly-by-night operation. We open on tool time. It's the salute to unsung heroes. There's a song that goes along with this. It's, I don't know. I can't. Well, they, really both co- they both come out of a porta potty. They don't do. Bear, don't bury the lead. <laughs> yeah, that was quite the lead. Uh, they bring on this guy who apparently his job is to work, you know, on porta potties, and he takes pride in his work. We all mm-hmm. like that. I would say I I didn't look up if this guy was a real actor or not, but I would say he's better than a lot of the other people that they bring on That's who are not. That's funny that, Jordan. Um, so you know they bring out this guy. His name is Frank Dugan, uh, and Frank Dugan he has a very un uh, Michigan accent, potty like name. Uh, his real name is Royce D. Applegate. Whoa! I know that doesn't sound like a, a distant relative of like uh, Gatsby or something. I would say. Uh, yeah, he's a real actor. Uh, sadly, passed away in 2003 at the age of 63. 101 credits to his name. Uh, he appeared in Doctor Doolittle, Sea Biscuit, Splash, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, yeah, his last couple roles were in or Sea Biscuit, Intolerable Cruelty, and Purgatory Flats. So, yeah, he was in you know movies. He left. One, he left behind a legacy. One episode of Home Improvement. He was in Sequest 2032, which has come up on this show before. Uh, he looks like he had a reoccurring role as Chief Manilow Crocker, which is also a very nice name. But yeah, uh, Royce the Applegate playing uh, Frank Dugan. You, you thought he was a good actor. I mean, I didn't... So I was thinking, I don't know if this guy is somebody they just brought on. Like, you know, the the caller? You thought he, this was a Bower Sox kind I of I thought it situation. might be a Bower Sox moment, and I thought, man, he's pretty good compared to the yeah. other people. Did but you... I guess that's the difference between an actor and not an actor. Yeah, Jordan, that's right. Uh, did you happen to think he looked like a werewolf at all? <laughs> Can't say it came to my mind, but now... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Just kind of popped into my head. Spitting image. Uh, uh, Dugan, he's out there, and you know he, he doesn't get any respect. And, and that, you know, he's, he's much like Rodney Dangerfield, Jordan. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he feels as though he should get more, and he takes a certain pride in what he does. So he, he steps into the port of John to kind of demonstrate, I guess, what it does or what it looks like so he as says as look people, at how like spacious it is and as clean. if people don't know um and he closes the door and uh and tim tries to communicate with him and apparently he's he started to use it jordan dugan takes a dump yeah that would have been a good title uh pretty gross i mean yeah. really i don't know <laughs> i'm just glad they didn't insert any sound effects yeah it showed some real restraint by not having <laughs> something there uh it's gross and it's the end of the opening scene yeah it's okay. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I've seen worse. And they I, they do that song again at the end to try to bridge uh, the gap. Unsung Heroes of the Job Site, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also trademarked and patented. I called on it. Oh, good. It's fast. Uh, you're just checking checking all the boxes today. Amen. Uh, at home, yeah. I got some bad news. What's that? Brad, he's bad again. He went bad again. He was good for that's a couple seasons. I, that's my note. Another rebellious phase. I mean, can they do this twice? It looks like they're gonna... <laughs> 
<laughs> so now he's a freshman in high school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and on the first day of school, he got detention. Mm-hmm. Brad says he didn't do anything, and Tim kind of immediately sympathizes. He says they're still handing out detentions for no reason. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately Al barges in. So this plot that they have going on here, I don't know if they're going to play it for just like down the road, mm-hmm. what their plans are, but we don't see a ton of it here. But yeah. you just need to know that Brad is bad. Brad is bad! Um, yeah, Al pops in a lot this episode. Two times, uh, unannounced. I wouldn't make a habit of that. <laughs> he does. Jordan, even if you popped in unannounced from Florida, I'd be a little put off by it, because <laughs> that's just not something that people do anymore. Yeah, I mean, you call first, at least. You gotta text, call. Text, maybe? Uh, Al comes in, and we didn't really know that this was happening. No, um, surprise. It's a, it's a big surprise. I was shocked. Uh, but someone bought Benford Tools, and, and that someone was Bud Harper. Mm. Uh, and they talk a little bit about him, and like they list like ten things. It's like he owns a software company. He owns like the newspaper. Like he sounds like uh, like a billionaire or something, based on all the things they say he owns. I, He's I a business really, mogul, I think. Seriously, uh, they say he owns like a conglomerate or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it makes Alice sense worried. that he'd want to get involved in a small time tool show. <laughs> well, it's not just the tool show. He bought Binford Tools. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it sounds like they fired Wes Davidson. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. I would like to have seen that office again. Or him being fired. Al is immediately worried about uh, just the future of the show, job security, etc. Uh, conveniently, the phone rings, and Harper's calling for breakfast at 6 a.m. Man. That's going to be uh, an early date. I wake up early, but... Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough sell. Somebody wants to meet me for breakfast at 6 a.m. I guess that's something only a boss could ask of you. But, yeah, uh, and a yeah. new boss. An old boss, you try to negotiate with them. That's, that's, uh, you got that right. Uh, there's some discussion here about um, whether or not uh, full breakfast versus coffee. You know, mm-hmm. if he orders a full breakfast, it's going to be a nice long meal. They're going to sit down. There's nothing to worry about. If he orders coffee, uh, it means he wants to make a quick break for it, and uh, there's cause for concern. I'd be ordering breakfast no matter what. I love breakfast. Yeah, well, hey, I don't know. I, I've never had to fire anybody. Um, I've thought about firing you from this podcast quite a bit, but I've I'm yet to pull the trigger. <laughs> I've been I've been on probo- pro- probation. <laughs> yeah, you see why. It's, it's <laughs> stunts like that. I was a little nervous that you just brought it up. Uh, I know, I've been sorry. on probation a few times, so I'm trying to toe the line right now. Yeah, you. You. well, I just want you to be more of a company man. <laughs> These are words I use, but I don't know what they mean. <laughs> you know, you just, hear them yeah, you just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Jill has had some bad experiences. You know, getting she fired. She said she's been fired like three times. I, yeah. yeah, all Yikes. through, and they all meet her in person to have coffee. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, seems a little far fetched. Come on, Howard. Well, that's Howard for you. Uh, the plot continues, Jordan. Next scene. We're at the diner. It's breakfast time. Bright and early. Bright and squirrely. Uh, Tim, this is kind of funny. Tim is playing around on the kids' menu. He's doing one of those little mazes where you have to get through it, and he's struggling a little bit. Uh, I also did notice that he's doing it left-handed, so I guess he wasn't messing around earlier when they were talking about how they were both lefties, him and Al, if you remember that show. I do remember it. I wasn't as amused by this little (sighs) stunt as you were. Well, you know, I like the kids' humor. (laughs) It's it's true. Kid kid at heart. Kid at heart. Uh, Bud comes in. Yeah, Bud comes in, Jordan. He lo- he's looking good. Yeah, he looks powerful. Do you think he got up at like 4 a.m. for this? I don't know. I mean, I, that's what I was thinking. Like, uh, I, I mean, to look that good at 6 a.m., I mean, you're getting up at 4.30 at least. I think uh, Tim looked good himself, but he obviously didn't put in all that effort. 
Bud is played by Charles Robinson, and uh, I definitely remember the, Bud, him? remember the Bud character just from Home Improvement. Like he's yeah. I, he's in a, quite a few episodes moving forward, and I will tell you the exact number as soon as I get there. <laughs> uh, he, I'll tell you one thing about uh, about this actor, Charles Robinson. He does a lot of work. Um, but Harper is in nine episodes, uh, all the way until 1999. Um, his other work includes uh, Night Court, uh, Secret Santa. He played Russell Jordan. I know you like that one quite a bit. Uh, he's in the 1999 Beowulf, uh, and he's also in The House Bunny. And more recently, he was uh, had a stint on the CBS show Mom, CBS, where good actors go to die. Uh, as well as the guest book, so uh, 116 total credits. He's he's still working, and uh, I, I like him. I, I think he's uh, a good good actor, and I, I enjoy this performance at least so far. Yeah, he does a good job, and we're gonna get him for four more years, eight more mm-hmm. episodes. You said yes. So uh, Tim is trying to head off this coffee problem right away. So he tries to order like everything on the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire left side specifically. The, in- the entire left side. Bud wants just coffee. You know, he, yeah. he tells him that. He says, "Oh no, 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 no! You have to have some food." So, right. uh, and then they get down to brass tacks. You know, Bud's people told him that the ratings aren't great, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's the bad news. The good news is that Bud likes Tool Time a lot. Yeah, and he's not looking to blow sunshine up Tim's butt, <laughs> which is not a saying. <laughs> you either you, know, you either blow smoke or. You know, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't know how funny. you blow sunshine, but yeah, well, Tim didn't either. That's why I was, you know, Bud is an imposing figure. He'd be kind of a scary boss to have because he kind of one of those forward. guys. Well, he he uh, he navigates between like kind of jovial and happy to serious very quickly. And he, he seems like he'd be a tough guy to read. I'd say, um, but yeah, uh, but Bud has concerns. He he loves Benford. Uh, he wants to put a lot of money in the show. He wants to go national. He wants. All the things that Tim wants for the show and himself, yeah. but that Jordan, there's a catch. What's the catch? Al's got to go. What? Why? Al's, Al's fair in Love and War. Well, uh, Al tests poorly with the younger audiences. No young person is watching Tool Time. That's what <laughs> I kept thinking. If they're sick at home and their parents are making them. Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is how the scene ends. Before that, uh, you know, he talks about how he he'll, he'd like to pay Tim more and stuff. Uh, he, he discusses, he like, Tim's trying to guess and he says, uh, maybe he doesn't like lubricants and Bud says, no, I like the lubricants. Gadget Corner. <laughs> no, I love Gadget Corner. Bud's kind of gleeful throughout all this, but yeah, he loves he, tool time. He does. And, but then he drops in his, that it's time to, uh, to dump Al. And then we, we cut to a pretty emotional commercial break. And I'm wondering when we come back, is Al going to be gone already? Ooh, you thought it'd just be cut uh, him out. That's it. That's it. Wow. And we got to have Carmen back and have him discuss his, you know. Hasty exit. It would have been a different show than I would have remembered. <laughs> it would be something, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Berenstain, Berenstein Bears. Say that, how do you mean? You, have you ever heard of the Berenstain versus Berenstein Bear, like, uh, debate? Um, are you saying bear at the end of that? The Berenstain Bears. Yeah, I thought you were, say, you were saying it strange. Uh, Berenstein is how I, I have always said it. Okay, well, there's a whole, like, generation of people who remember Steen and it's Stain. Baron, it's it. Are you sure that who says it's the correct pronunciation is stain, or is that just how it's spelled? It's, it's how it's spelled. Look it up, man. Gosh, Baron stain. Ooh. Stain is you. You it should. You want it to be steen though. I mean, <laughs> Don't you, you remember it being steen? Yeah, that's weird. So this is the problem. There's a whole like uh, theory about this. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy theory. So wow. maybe we'll, it, we'll dive into that. 
Among the likes of JFK and uh, landing on the moon is the Berenstein Berenstein. We're in a we're in a parallel universe. Indeed, we are. Um, We're back from commercial break. Uh, (laughs) We get more detail. Um, The viewers love Tim, uh, and they really love Heidi. She tested higher than Santa Claus, which was funny, but I didn't really know what it meant. Um, He Dolores comes, and this is the first time we ever meet Dolores, and it's a little bit strange because. She ends up being Harry uh, of Harry's Hardware. She's his wife. But I'm wondering at this point if we're... Like, I guess my question is, do you think when they had her on for this episode that that they intended for her to be Harry's wife or they just liked her and they kept her on? I I think it was kind of like they did with Heidi. They liked her and kept her on because... I suspect you're right. Yeah, they don't really have too much of... I mean, she obviously does pretty well and makes some jokes and is testy with Tim... Um, yeah, but they, I mean, I guess he doesn't they would have just said something about Harry in yeah. this scene, if that were the case. Yeah, yeah, otherwise that I'll would I'll do a bio there. on her. Uh, Shirley Prestia, she's going to be uh, in eight additional, or eight episodes total, uh, all the way to the very end of the show. Uh, she has 82 credits to her name. Sadly, she passed away in 2011 at 64. You know, I was thinking this. Um, when she's on Home Improvement, she's only like 45 but she looks much older, and I and I suspect that maybe she may have been a heavy smoker, which which you know perhaps could have led to her death. I don't know, but she looks much older in this show. Like she's not even fifty right now. Yeah, um, she which, does definitely look a little older, and that's yeah. you know both the actors in this episode, uh, yeah. guest actors. Yeah, guest with stars. the exception of of, of Bud, uh, they yeah, passed away kind of young. Uh, Eighty-two credits to her name. Best known for she's in Wag the Dog, Species, What Women Want, and uh, NYPD Blue. So we'll be seeing more of uh, Dolores, and this is a a good star for her. Uh, she brings a lot of plates, and Tim's kind of trying to to talk to Bud in a in a serious manner, and she just keeps coming out and asking him questions because uh, you know he it's, at some point they say fourteen plates of potatoes, which was a little excessive. Could they have just said like five? I, I don't know. Um, but uh, she's asking him questions about because you know he gets sausage with it does he want a spicy links etc and he kind of gets frustrated with her um but yeah tim you know what you know what kind of brings tim around the name the name bob Vila. yeah that's what i was gonna say uh bud knows he he knows what to say to tim and he says he wants to crush bob Vila. uh but then he does the thing that only happens in tv shows uh where he says yeah we gotta fire al but you have to do it tim i i the manager uh the person that Runs the company, just bought. I'm not going to do it, uh, but you, you have to, you have to break it to Al, which I uh, is very much a TV thing. Like I don't know. That, he that only could fire. He only could fire Wes Davidson. He couldn't possibly fire anyone else. I mean, I, I get like why you wouldn't want to, why he wouldn't want to do it, but uh, asking Tim to do it is that's just cruel. Sounds like say. he needs to bring in the people from up in the air. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. Break the news. So to end the uh, scene, or, or you know who you should bring in? Who? Willem Dafoe, hey Spider Man, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> All right. To end this scene, there is a coffee like cut scene where the steam turns into Al's face. And, oh, I didn't see that. Oh man, they've really stepped up their cut scenes this season so far because they have this, and then later there's like this painting that melts away on the screen. So for a while they were I doing. I didn't see either one of those. Well, uh, it's not worth going back for, but just keep an eye out going <laughs> forward because they're yeah. they're bringing in the big guns. Okay, all right, will do. Will all right, do. so at home, we've got the boys and mom, and there's a little bit more detention talk. It comes out that Al 
or Al, that Brad got more Al of got it. detention? Oh, man. Well, he shouldn't have been at school in the first place. Now he's for sure getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Brad basically, like, escapes the scene before Jill can scream at him. Brad, Brad escapes the whole episode right here, and it can't help but wonder why why we bothered with this anyways. It's got It's got to come back. Okay, well, I guess they're just setting up. He's, he's going to break some more windows, I bet. Oh, man. It's a, it's a weird uh, compulsion he has to just go break the windows of abandoned buildings. But I suppose, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, at least it's not like somebody's in there and you're going to get in a lot of trouble. And that would be better than Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> All right, so Jill goes outside half-heartedly to chase him. Really, mm-hmm. she just wants to talk to Wilson. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Who doesn't? And we're going to play a clip right now. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good little segment here. So we got to play a clip for it. Hey, Wilson. Well, hidey ho, neighborette. How'd you like an obnoxious teenage son for the next few years? Well, it wouldn't be first on my wish list. Yeah, it's not first on mine either. But I don't have a choice, and I got two more hot on his heels. <laughs> well, Brad is a good kid. I'm sure it's just a phase. Well, I hope so. He's driving me crazy. It's the first day of high school. He's already mouthing off and getting in trouble. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to my sweet little boy? Well, Jill, if it's any consolation to you, I myself was quite the rapscallion when I was Brad's age. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Oh, yes, indeed. I was a holy terror. What could you possibly have done? Well, I'm afraid to admit it, but when I was in high school, I was playing chess with my father, and he had me hopelessly cornered, and I, being the incorrigible rebel, refused to concede defeat. (laughs) And I thought Brad was bad. It gets worse. So for punishment, he sent me up to my room, and instead I snuck out a window, crossed the state line, and and went to a Monet exhibit. You were a wild one. Oh, yes, I was, and look how normal I turned out. Jill's talking to Wilson, Jordan, um, and she she's discussing Brad's... Uh, seemingly rebellious nature again uh he's 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 finding himself in trouble wilson reveals that he too was troubled uh, and then he he tells her a story about how he was playing chess with his father when he was very young and and uh he was near defeat but he refused to surrender uh and he would not concede uh and that is supposed to be com- you know comparable to whatever brad is is doing mouthing off with teachers in school etc not only uh, that he snuck yeah, out more. he snuck out later and went to a monet exhibit across state lines wow what a rebel yeah. i wonder I don't, I don't know where wilson grew up but i don't remember uh the first time brad went bad but season I don't know, but I, I I wonder if like they had almost the same exact conversation. Yeah, I mean maybe Tim had it. That would that would maybe be the difference that I'm guessing. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's not uh, it's not anything new. It's pretty stale, uh, and I think they know that, so they keep this uh, segment pretty short. <laughs> uh, so Wilson says, uh, "Yeah, hey, I had trouble too, and I turned out normal." And then Jill looks at him and is like, "Wilson." You're not normal at all. No, she doesn't say that, but there's there's kind of the it's the implied head nod, like wow, Wilson's a weirdo. But 
Anyways. They're not real nice to their neighbor. Uh, honor thy neighbor, you know? Hmm. Tim this comes home. Bi- this is a biblical episode. <laughs> sure it is. And when I think of uh, the first temptation of Tim, I can't help but think of the last temptation of Christ with William Defoe. Hey, <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I like that you bring him up, but then you quote a completely different movie. Hey. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it. I don't want... I, I don't want to like assume do, lines in that movie. I don't want to do fake, uh, yeah, fake uh, Jesus quotes. That just seems, I don't know. That's 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 not good. That's where you draw the line. That's where. Uh, so Tim comes home. Next scene, he's got some leftovers from the diner. Lots of boxes, probably like. How five much or do you six think boxes. that the the bill was for that that diner meal? Fourteen plates of potatoes. Um, I don't know. Even if you're getting potatoes at five dollars a plate, that's like eighty bucks. So I you. I was thinking, bucks. yeah, like, what if they, ha- you know, if, if if it's the whole left side of a menu, maybe they have, like, 15 things on there, and maybe they average out to, like, $10 a piece, so I would say, yeah. you know, maybe close to 200 bucks with tip. Man. Oh, you think Tim's a good tipper? <laughs> I don't know, maybe now that he's getting a raise. This, we should have called this episode the, the Potato Famine. That would have been a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, see, God, all this potato content, and we just, just couldn't make it work. Uh, we just could We really, we did a half-baked potato. Okay, I knew you were going to take it a step too far. <laughs> all right, Tim comes home with the leftovers. Jill yeah. asked what happened and is filled in uh, with all the news from Bud and the, and the breakfast. And Tim talks about all the stuff they could do with the money. Uh, they apparently want to get a vacation house. Hey, Jill- man, I just, I just said last episode they should have a cabin. Well, this one's a little bit different because it's going to be on a lake and it has a 10,000 foot... <laughs> Sounds square, more like a mansion. Square garage. You know, when I think of a mansion, I think of... Um, oh, what's Willem Dafoe's character's name in Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, he's, very, he's very wealthy, he like, lives in a mansion. That's what I think. Right? Osborne. Osborne. Hey, Spider-Man. Come Os- into my mansion. Isn't it like Oscorp or Osborne Harry Corp Os- or something? Harry Osborne. Yeah. No, it's Harry, Harry's the son. Yeah. Is it William? Is it Robert? Is it no. Willem Dafoe Ro- Osborne? Is Robert Osborne the TCM guy that passed away? Osborne Spider-Man. <laughs> hey, Spider-Man, come stay in my hotel in Florida. Norman. Norm. Norman Osborne. Man, he yeah. really goes crazy in that movie. Yeah, the, it's the sad, sad, thing sad is, because he's a good guy. Well, it's sad because he's a good guy. You know, he liked Peter all along and... You know, just it's hey, the Spider Man, your rent's due. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So back to the episode. Tim is trying to like talk himself into how he could fire Al at this point. He's like, maybe, yeah. maybe this could be a good thing for Al. And they bring up Bob and Norm uh, from this old house, and uh, I guess Norm had a whittle show on public access. Uh, no idea. I don't even know who Norm is. Wait, Norm as a Norm Norman Osborn? <laughs> Hey, Tim! Why'd you let me go from tool time? What a mistake. Al, Al barges in again. You mentioned this earlier. Yeah, he doesn't even knock. He's just, he's excited. He wants to know what happened at breakfast. I wish he would have showed up at the diner. Yeah, Have all three of them right there. Yeah, it'd be weird if like he was like going uh, for a date with um, Trudy. She's, I don't know if Trudy's like, still on the show or not. I don't know. Al, Al's relationship's <laughs> Trudy but, uh, hasn't even appeared yet. Oh, Eileen, Eileen, sorry, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Uh, it'd be cool if you showed up there with Eileen and you had to, like, overhear the whole thing. That'd have been fun. 
Yeah, he doesn't but, know. He, but that didn't happen. So, no, yeah. because they have to set up this really like good moment where Al is really upset because Tim mm-hmm. shut down the idea. Al heard this rumor that they were going to go national, and Tim shut it down, but won't exactly say why. So Al yeah, goes, to, Tim's gr- to Tim's great credit, I would say. Yeah, Al goes off. Uh, Tim is about to let loose, and Jill is doing everything she can to distract with, you know, trying to give Al breakfast. It's not working. Yeah, it's uh, it's comparable to earlier with Dolores, where she keeps interrupting to ask about the specifics of uh, of what Al might like to eat. It was funny. You know what I kind of would have liked mm. if Al was slightly distracted by the breakfast for like a few moments, that and would then be funny. <laughs> and yeah, then he like, would have to he's like, like shake it off. Tim, and she's like, "Can I make you an omelet?" And he's like. You're the biggest. Wait, uh, you got any ham? Or, and then he uh, he like peppers? goes back and yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, uh, Al we leaves. should we should just rewrite this episode. Sure. Yeah, we can make Brad go really bad. Oh well, man, if if we're writing a script, Brad's gonna it's gonna be a little too dark for. Uh, <laughs> and it'll of course have uh, Willem Dafoe in a cameo. <laughs> hey, Spider Man. Brad's. <laughs> 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 uh, certainly not as funny as it seems but. No. Al leaves him off uh, Wow Yeah he says uh, he says Tim is selfish And he doesn't have loyalty And then Tim is like what am I doing this for Why, why am I being Jill doesn't so have an loyal? answer And Jill is, Jill is speechless Alright pre-show I guess I don't know when this is I guess it's pre-show Bud comes to chat with Tim about like the plans And uh, hiring a new assistant This is entirely unbelievable Like you would not be so Like uh Not candid necessarily but you wouldn't be talking about this So out in the open Like, I think you must assume that Tim already fired him Bud I I like the actor But Bud's management style early on seems flawed He's like uh I don't know do they do this a lot in a different, like, all these sh- long-running sitcoms where they get the new boss and it ruffles everyone's feathers? I mean, they did it already with Wes Davidson, you know? Or Maureen, yeah, or Maureen Binford. So this is the yeah. third time they've done this. Uh, and John, John Binford, when he was on, was not especially likable. Yeah, but he... You know, he, doesn't, he Or he didn't like Al. He basically, does, why do these bosses like Al? <laughs> he saved Brad's you know? life, though. Yeah. Uh, so we heard in the retcon John Binford story. <laughs> All right. So uh, Tim says no. I'm I'm keeping Al, and uh, he goes to bat for his friend here. And Al overhears this conversation. Kind I of was lo- shocked. I was shocked that Al was standing there listening. I did not see that coming. Well, you wanted it earlier Psych. in the diner, <laughs> and so he walks in. Uh, this is where it would get very awkward, but Bud, mm-hmm. you know, he handles the situation. He says, He's you know, a professional. Yeah. No offense, but you just don't work with the, with no the show. No offense, but I don't like you. <laughs> it's and not I don't him. want you to work for me. It's the yeah. young audience. Yeah, so so they say. Um, but uh, Tim is able to, you know, he, he goes through a spiel. Uh, he may be boring, monotonous, etc. One et man dares to be dull. That's right, uh, and somehow he is able to convince um, Bud to put them national in two markets. What markets? I would like to know, but uh, we won't find out today. Uh, and he has six months to prove, uh, apparently, to prove Al's worth or to prove that the show they can do it. National? I don't necessarily know. Um, Bud uh, he walks away, and then Al is uh, obviously he's he feels kind of sheepish for his his behavior earlier on. And he gives Tim a big hug. Mm. And Tim doesn't want the hug, but he gets one anyway. So. He doesn't want it. 
I was kind of wondering, like, I know that this isn't, you know, supposed to be realistic or anything, but how is Alice supposed to go on working for Bud? Like, that is uh, a relationship that is forever just, you know, kind of broken. Yeah, I guess we're going to find out in the next eight episodes that Bud's in, but yeah, that would be tough. I mean, you would always have that in the back of your mind whenever he appears, or really, just yeah. like any episode in the show, he'd always be distracted. Maybe that's what Bud wants. One yeah, way or maybe. another, Al's out of here. You think Bud's playing mind games? He's playing Bud games, if you ask me. <laughs> Bud games. Those are my favorite kind. Final <laughs> scene. Tool time. Porta John. Modified. Man's Porta John? <laughs> Maybe. Um, this is dumb. This is the worst part of the episode. Uh, I don't necessarily remember the reasoning, but Tim, he, he's, he's done some modifications. Among them, he somehow got a... Uh, a mat, I don't know, like a, a giant match. <laughs> a giant match. It's like two or three feet tall, and it's an air freshener. Uh, and in order to make the Porta Johns move from job site to job site, he put a motor on it, uh, and it drives off. But yeah, I don't know how he's seeing out that, of it or anything. Yeah, I think that's a problem because if you, I mean, those things are used at a lot of like events, you know, like concerts yeah. or whatever. People are mm-hmm. just going to start driving around in those things, and you're going to get a DUI. <laughs> that hadn't thought about that i you know i've never seen one on the road before i I don't know if this is a real thing or not (laughs) roll credits fade to black uh the first temptation of tim or uh as it's become known now hey spider man (laughs) jordan highs and lows one of the best well i mean i think it's time for a nickel for your thoughts oh a nickel for your thoughts how could i how could i forget a nickel for your thoughts uh jordan highs and lows uh, it's it's not a very good episode, I guess. Um, you know, the the plot with Brad, they don't do this a lot, where they try to set things up one episode and then maybe kind of close them in, like, I don't know, three episodes later. So that's Al's going to be a jerk in, like, or not Al. Al Brad. <laughs> Brad's going to be a jerk, like, five episodes from now, and they're going to be like, man, I told... I told you he was a troublemaker. And then but. the season finale, they're going to do something where he goes yeah. to jail or something. Right. Uh, yeah, I just, I, it's weird that they did that, and then you kind of don't really get any resolution. Uh, it's not very interesting either, because that's recycled. Um, the whole kind of plot with the new management is kind of recycled and out of nowhere, but that's kind of what they like to do. They like to bring these like really big changes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that happened, but I do like Bud. I think he has a good performance. Um, Spider Man was really good in this episode. Kind yeah, of a I high mean, I point. Liked it. I liked it when um, you know um, Willem Dafoe to- got he got on like his jetpack and he like rode and he went, <laughs> "Hey, Spider Man!" It's a glider. It's not it's a jetpack. Gl- oh, it's a glider. Oh, okay. All right. That glider seems to have a, a mind of its own, if you recall. I'll say. Uh, back to the episode, Jordan. Uh, anything else you liked or disliked? Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess... You there... seem pretty indifferent. It wasn't very memorable to me. Like, I don't feel like a lot happened. You know, there's not really much for the other boys to do, or Jill. Um, you know, Wilson's advice is not really very helpful. So it's it's just not very memorable. Not a great episode. Compared with just the fun of the Pure Michigan episode, this was not that much fun. What do you, you think? Know, Jordan, I gotta say, I think we deviate in this one. I, All right. uh, tell me I about enjoy- your tell me about your deviant self. Uh, I enjoyed this one. I I why specifically I, I'll have to tell you. Um, 
Well, I like Bud. I like seeing the Bud character. It's a character I remember growing up, uh, and I think he adds an interesting new layer to the show. Um, and we like know he's going to be around more than uh, Mo Benford or Davidson. So I guess like knowing that is is kind of comforting. But I, know, I just like the Com- character. Comforting. It, I take comfort in knowing that Bud will be around. I can go and to he'll bed tonight. Be there at every corner. <laughs> I, whenever I walk around the corner, Bud will be there, staring back. Your at me. friendly neighborhood, yeah. Bud. <laughs> you're you're baiting me. Um, no, I like Bud. I'm glad he's on the show. Uh, I like the dynamic between Bud, Tim, and Al, and how uh, he's kind of funny. He's kind of serious. I talked about earlier how he kind of turns on a dime. I just like that guy. I thought the diner scene was quite funny um, with Tim ordering all the food and uh, just Bud's rapport with him. I, I thought was pretty good. Uh, the Brad stuff stinks and is just kind of boring and dull. Um, but I liked him being a good friend to Al and not selling him out, not really even thinking about selling him out and just kind of going to bat for him. I just, I don't know, I just enjoyed the episode. I, I, we hadn't seen, I mean, I know we've seen a lot of these things before, but, uh, Al nearly getting fired is just like an interesting sort of change. Uh, often character, uh, characters in the show are, are so, um, they love Al. They they seem in, indebted to Al, uh, and Tim is sort of the buffoon. But in this one, Tim is kind of wanted, and Al is sort of cast aside. And I just kind of like that change. So there you go. All right. Well, and I mean, I mean, I thought obviously like uh, Spider Man was really good in it too. Super so. good. Yeah, Mr. Osborne. Yeah, I love that. that was good. Yeah, that's really good. All right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, with that, we'll move on to Sean's social media corner. If you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeandpodcast. Twitter, our handle is at homeandpodcast. If you'd like to support the show and get a bonus monthly episode, uh, we're going to do for richer or poorer for September. And then we are doing Last Man Standing, the pilot, for October. So if you'd like access to that stuff, go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. You also get outtakes um behind the scenes are script uh notes and all that kind of stuff so lots of behind the scenes stuff there adam you've been active on twitter mm-hmm. what have you been doing no poll this week jordan as we're recording this um uh, quite a ways in advance so uh you know on the home improvement front uh i retweeted someone uh found an al borland scented candle it was just a it's a flannel candle and uh people like that um Kim Kardashian asked for podcast recommendations <laughs> because she finally got around to listening to Serial. Uh, and uh, at Real Brandon T uh, suggested Hoenn Podcast to her, so that was that was very kind of him. Um, other than that, uh, we entered ourselves, or rather I entered us into the Last Man Standing contest uh, where you and, a f- you and a friend can win a trip to L.A. for a screening marathon, which I'm not sure I'd actually want. Well, you're not taking uh, me, right? I can't. I mean, I, I can't. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing yet, Jordan. I don't know. I mean, I entered both of us, but we'll see. I, when, when we win, I'll have to decide. Yeah. That's uh, what, you're going to, that new host that you've been talking about, that co host that you want to yeah, bring up? Yeah, it's Spider Man, actually. <laughs> um, also, if you win the contest, you can compete for a walk on role in the show. Why don't you just offer, they should just offer a, a role. I mean, I don't know why it has to, but I have to compete. You know, I don't necessarily want to go out there and an agent and stuff but uh i entered uh entered us in that and uh otherwise yeah you know if uh donate to the patreon get the extra content um yeah it's unfiltered unfettered un- 
just like necessary, jungle to jungle. Necessary, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Ultimately, uh, yeah. I don't know. People might want it. We'll see. The early indications are not. But well, we haven't released it yet at this point, so no. time will tell. Time will tell. And if not, Jordan, we have a we can just listen back to it in years years from now and really enjoy the sound of our the you know, sound of our voices. You just have to do some things for yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> right now we have a question of the week. Alright, Jordan. Gotta ask it, man. Gotta uh, gotta do it. Uh what's your relationship with Spider Man like? <laughs> Uh, we're, fr- we're on friendly terms, you know, uh, my, ex- my experiences with Spider-Man, uh, growing up, I did very much, we had like a VHS of the very old Spider-Man cartoon, uh, and I enjoyed that, uh, and I also enjoyed the animated show. I did have the video game for that first Spider-Man movie that came out with William Defoe. Um, <laughs> did you say William Defoe? <laughs> Wow. Hey, Spider-Man, I want to be in a video game. The best part about that game was after you beat it with Spider-Man, you got to play as the Green Goblin. That is sweet. Uh, you know, I, that first movie with uh, Tobey Maguire, I remember seeing it at Houghton Lake, and I was, was that 2000, I think, or, or 2001, maybe? It was about 10 or 11, and uh, I think when I w- left the theater, I thought it was the best movie I had ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. I actually saw it up north as well, but in Boyne City, so a little bit. Yeah, that's also like, like that's like the first um and i mean people can fact check me but as far as i know that is the first uh superhero re- re- well really good quality superhero movies like there's there's a, yeah. a couple in the 90s like i think like the phantom the, the movie or whatever but like the first really good one kind of uh prestige almost uh, mm-hmm. and of course you've got the the great song, uh, and they say that a hero can save us. That song. Um, so it's just all around good feelings for everybody. Just all right? around good feelings. Uh, I enjoyed the most recent iteration with Marvel. Uh, I did not I really did, see I the Andrew. Not. I did not see the Andrew Garfield one at all. All right, uh, I Adam. Saw, what's your relationship with Spider Man? I saw. I've seen all of them except for the second Andrew Garfield one. Okay. Uh, I re- I didn't I didn't like the most recent one. I really? don't know. I, I just kind of I thought it I thought kind of sucked actually, and everybody okay. else really loved it. So I, I felt kind of isolated. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like sick. Maybe I have Spider-Man fatigue. Which when you like when you listen you know, to this they, episode, you won't think that. No, you won't have it after this definitely. But like they've had three Spider-Men in uh, <laughs> the last eighteen years. That's maybe too many. Um, same with you know almost the same number of Batman. Um, no, I didn't like it, but uh, I I kind of liked. I'd go to bat for the first the first Garfield movie. Apparently, the second one was an abomination, like mm-hmm. just like a complete mess, and uh, I didn't see that. But the first one's pretty good. Uh, I like Emma Stone as Mary Jane, and um, uh, I think Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben in that one. Uh, of course, the original ones are quite good, with the exception of three, which is kind of a so bad it's good. But um, <laughs> My uh, my nephew loves Spider Man. Rom, he he wears a Spider Man costume like all the time. Like he'll That's wear awesome. it just out and about to. Like he feels very comfortable in it, more comfortable in it than normal clothes. I think <laughs> at, at this point. So like he, if like they go to the park, he's wearing that Spider Man costume. Like anytime he's not in school, he's wearing the costume. Uh, and uh, I've watched some of the some of the old cartoons with him. So he he loves Spider-Man. Uh, I don't I don't think he's a big Willem Dafoe fan yet. No, but, not uh, yet. Just I give got, it I time. I gotta take him through some of the classics, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll get there. Yeah, Spider-Man, I mean, very, very popular superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Hot very. take. Hot, not, not, hey, not a hot take. 
Hey, Spider-Man, you're timeless. <laughs> we'll right. cover next week. Next episode is going to be Her Cheating Mind. Oh, no. We got Temptation what? of Tim, and now we got Cheating Mind. I know, what Mind. is this? This is such a sultry season. Jeez. <laughs> it's getting pretty saucy. So we're only three, well, going to be three episodes in. So uh, get sure excited will. for that, everybody. Uh, get excited for Adam's rendition of Spider-Man. Come to a theater near you. Uh, it's a one-man play. Uh, I'm playing Spider-Man. I'm playing <laughs> Willem Dafoe. I, uh, I'm playing Harry. There's a lot of characters. But uh, Jordan, thank you for joining me, listeners. Thank you for listening. And I guess I should say, hey, Spider-Man. Take care. Take care, everybody.